Ready to rise through the ranks of the online marketing hierarchy? Take some notes from the original Royals of Revenue, the Internet Traffic Kings. We're about to open up a treasure chest of knowledge from the best of the best. With your hosts, Kevin the Cook Father, DiVincenzi, the original Big Fabu, John Fondy, and the ultimate compliance conciliary, Attorney Bennett Kelly. In three, two, one. And yet again, welcome to another edition of Internet Traffic Kings. I'm the Big Fabu. John Fondy broadcasting from the campus of UNLV right here in Las Vegas. And I'll tell you, uh, things are, are not only going to be heating up on the show, but they're heating up all over America here as well. It's particularly, we want to remind you that this is a uh, non-ad sponsored show. We don't have commercials on the show. And uh, as your help to us, as we love to have you go to, um, go to, Apple Podcast and give, give us five, five stars. stars. Thank you, Bennett. Give us five stars. Stars. Um, Internet Traffic Kings. Also, InternetTrafficKings.com. I'm just gonna have John just go. Ah. Yeah, really. I'll just say. And right, and our YouTube channel, Internet yeah. Traffic Kings. Great. What did I miss, John? Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Yeah. What else? Spotify. Spotify. That's right. Yeah, YouTube is just is off the charts now. People yeah, we're getting about 17,000 views per episode that week. So it's doing really, really well. Exciting. Yeah, and what's your MySpace page? MySpace. Yes, sir. <laughs> MySpace. We remember all those days, don't we? Well, so much for it, our... it, it's, it's really good John, that Bennett's got jokes. He doesn't know what's in for him today, does he? That's no, he doesn't. Um, we're, we're, of course, talking to our executive producer, uh, uh, Kevin DiVincenzi, and uh, and we're going to mix things That's up a me. little bit here because uh, we're we've got Bennett Kelly, who's normally on here in the show, and we're not going to have any guests uh, on the show. We're just going to maybe do some roundtable talking here and kind of get to know the inner workings of Bennett Kelly. And of course, you can reach Bennett Kelly at uh, at B Kelly at uh, InternetLawCenter.net, and uh, of course, uh, we'll take your questions as well. You can go to internettraffickings.com. Take some questions on there as well. And uh, Kevin, I'm just uh, just amazed uh, that you you just do not disappoint us in terms of uh, the guests that you bring on the show. They're they're almost overwhelming, and the diversity of those guests are just phenomenal. And but you've been in the business for about 23 years, so everybody knows you, and you know them. It's, it's been fun, John. It really has. I can't say that it hasn't been a lot of work <laughs> to get the guest on, but it's been, uh, it's been fun and very rewarding. So I'm happy to do it. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll keep, up, keep up the good work and uh, we'll keep growing our audience as well. And, and that's what I always say that, uh, you know, if you've, if you've got good programming, people will find you and they will be loyal. And, mm -hmm. uh, and the one thing about our shows, if, if you're just watching this show for the first time, is we mix up every show. This show is a little more laid back. Uh, we kind of have some fun. We don't take ourselves too seriously, but, uh, but we come through. We get the job done, and, uh, and we're, we're really in a position to help people, help people pivot, change, grow their business, whatever the methodology might be that they're trying to get from uh, getting from A to B has certainly changed a lot now, and uh, we have sure to we're, we're adaptable to that. And um, and 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 Kevin, you, you've been around the business such a long time. You're one of the one of the best consultants that's out there. But you're willing to 
to basically have a conversation with somebody and, and kind of steer them, keep them on the right path or, or let them know how to get on that path as well. Absolutely. Um, you know, we, we offer consulting services. We're extremely busy in this time. At the same time, let me just put it out there. If somebody is in an existing business, so they've been in business, they need to pivot, we will absolutely give them free advice. You know, get that third party perspective. Somebody that's been in the business for 23 years, sometimes it's a small change or a small tweak that'll get you on the right track. With that said, you know, if you're just starting a business, you have an idea that that's something that we really can't, otherwise we'll be over, over, overloaded with uh, inquiries. Uh, that's not something really that we, we would do um, on a free basis. But if you're already in business and you need some help, I will absolutely give you my time to help you get on the right track. Well, we're going to take, take a moment now. We're going to fill up the bowl. Uh, we're going to take them off the couch, take, put them on the, on the porch. And, of course, we're talking about the big dog. We're talking about Bennett Kelly. Uh, so we'll let the dog out on you right now. And, Bennett, thanks so much for being such a, a great uh, host on our show you know, all this time. And we just wanted to take a minute and thank you for, for everything that you do. And, and uh, more so yeah. than that, uh, the things that you do for, for your clients as well. And, and uh, you know, we, I kind of have the, uh, the opinion here, basically, um, that, uh, that you really are a helpful guy and you're friendly and you're happy to be around and stuff like that. And, and uh, so we, we thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah, and, and, Bennett, for those that don't know you, do you mind taking a, a moment? I mean, they hear you on the air every week, but just explaining your background, where you came from, and sure, we're going to put a little focus on you this show. Yeah, what's interesting, I actually, uh, I was asked to give a talk on internet law at an alumni event. I went to Georgetown Law School, nice. and I look back, and the very first website came after I graduated from law school. So my field of law didn't even exist wow. when I was in law school. Talk but, about a pivot. Um, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so, and then, you know, the civil war happened and then yeah. <laughs> all those other fun things. <laughs> but um, no, but uh, so I've been practicing actually 30 years of, in June was, uh, wow. was when I was born in. Congratulations. And um, my background is I got involved in technology companies at the end of the 90s. And I worked with a competitor of Ticketmaster and then worked with a bunch of you know, internet and online advertising companies. And I did about um, you know, five or six years in-house at these companies and then launched my firm in 2007, which you know, we've been going gangbusters now for 13 years. And um, so our focus is we represent a lot of people in the online space, a lot of people in online marketing and online advertising. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I used to be in-house at ValueClick, which is now Conversant. Um, so I work with companies like yours and other marketers. I work with developers, uh, e-commerce companies, and a whole variety of companies. And I call that the happy vertical that I work with. And I also happen to represent um, the other vertical is the dark side. I represent victims of online harassment. Mm -hmm. The, the feedback I can give you from a personal uh, perspective, Bennett, is why I enjoy personally using you and our company using you as a, as a firm is you get business. And my past experience doing this for 23 years using, using other law firms is they don't understand the business case. So the, the few challenges that we have had that I brought to you, I was able to explain to you what the business case was and what my upside was and what my you could then evaluate that and say, well, Kevin, here's what I would do and here's why. 
as right. opposed to just go, 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 go. I mean, I've been, you know, involved in the past where, you know, I did a, a collections deal 10 years ago where the client owed 140000 and I literally spent almost 140000 collecting it. <laughs> so, you know, it was a bad deal. And meanwhile, right. it, just, it could have been negotiated for, call it ten or 15000 in legal fees. So I've learned, you know, from, from that mistake that get somebody that understands the business. So I just want to, the viewers to know that as well. From Thank my you. personal experience, you're a businessman as well as an esteemed attorney. You've got you've got both those skill sets, which is quite hard to find. So no, that's actually congratulations. My, I, I always consider it the best compliment I've received. Um, I had that earlier in my career when I was in the house, and I started off with a bunch of companies that actually had never had an in-house lawyer. So having you know to answer to a lawyer was new, and they were kind of leery. And, uh, you know, I just explained to them what my approach was. And I wasn't there to be a doctor. No, I was there to help them get a deal done. Right. But I just had to explain if these are what the risks are. Sure. Well, and that's true. A lot of times, you know, that's, that's really from the perspective that a lot of attorneys come from. It's their, their job is to, is to say no. And right. Really, right. To keep you safe. Right. And, yeah. Uh, which... So, but so understanding that that no isn't always the best answer. Um, it's it's one that the best answer is the one that you've researched. Uh, yes. So you're you're advising your client to do the right thing, uh, right. not just show up, take a paycheck, and uh, and right. hold their business back. And so that's uh, that's that's kind of what I have, have found. And and you're, you're right. A lot of times it's it's not it's it's not the happy thing, you know, you're, when, when are you the happiest with your attorney? It's when he closes the books and walks out the door. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's the thing. We're like undertakers. I mean, you're never really entirely happy to see us. Um, except when you've got a settlement or, you know, we have, we have your check in escrow from um, a deal we did, but yeah. And, um, you know, going back, um, you know, that conversation I have with, a, with an early client, um, they were new and, and I told them how to work with me. And I said, here's the deal. You're very successful what you do. You're a great salesperson. Um, and if everything goes right on this deal you bring to my attention, we're going to make a lot of money. Everyone's going to be happy. You are Mr. Sunshine. You're Mr. Sunny Day. And, um, you know, my case, I have my job, actually. It's not just because I have that disposition. It's my job. I'm paid to be Mr. Rainy Day. I have to think about, you know, all the things that can go wrong with this deal. And I'll, you know, I'm I'm the guy with the umbrella, and so I have to figure out, okay, if this these things happen, what is the risk of that? And so then we have this discussion about, okay, how do we get your sunny day, you know, possibility in a way that minimizes rainy day risk? And so, you know, I, that's why I said my job isn't to be doctor. No, my job is just to make a decision where we've thought about these things and we tried to mitigate you know, the things that we, we think we can control while still pursuing something that might be lucrative. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I, I think, you know, just like, uh, you know, when people take on Kevin's company, you know, they're really, they're really, uh, they're making an investment in, in their future. Right. And uh, that's that's the same with you. Is somebody probably needs to come to you before they don't need you, uh, so right. you set them up into a position of where hopefully they would never need you because you've done well, everything yeah, correctly. What, what's that them. saying? An, an ounce of prevention, right, John? Um, yeah. Understanding and doing doing taking the proper steps 
and having the knowledge of, you know, if you're going to go into a gray area know your risks and know, okay, well, yes, yes, technically it's legal and this is, you know, but understand, you know, what, what is happening uh, before, you know, you get hit with a lawsuit or, or, or something worse or, you know, potentially government action. So, and the, the challenge, especially with online marketing, is it's constantly changing. It's right. constantly evolving. The laws are changing. You know, the CCPA, all these different things come out. And the platforms um, and, change. Yeah, absolutely. And if you don't have somebody seasoned to work with, you don't know how to be in compliance. So, you know, a lot of, a lot of people will go up and they're like, oh, privacy statement. Yeah, I'll just go grab this one. And, and right. they don't know. And it could be the simplest thing, even, you know, been at the DMCA, right? Somebody will have an image on there that, uh, that, that's a copyrighted image and all of a sudden, and I've been there, right? I've been there years ago and then you get a bill from Getty Images for $4,000 because you used exactly. an image that you grabbed off Google and you thought it was you know, free to use. Right, it's on the internet. It must be free. Yeah. Hey, well, you didn't know any better. You know? Yeah. Um, so, so just I've had a lot of little, calls with Getty Images. I'm um, sure. Yeah, probably for me. Uh, they're actually very nice those, people. You know, yeah, I'll, I'll be yeah. honest. I'll say they're very nice people. And, and they're right. They're protecting their copyright. But I'm saying just, yeah. just, to, just to understand that, uh, that you can take some precautions when doing that and, you know, just taking the proper steps. So, yes, it might cost you an extra $5,000 in legal review setting up a campaign, but it's going to save you from potentially $100,000 in legal expenses. Um, because a lot of these things, you know, as, as you know, Bennett, just they balloon, right? It just goes, you know, everybody's right. got, you know, everybody puffs out their chest and, well, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And, right. and all of a sudden, you know, you're just racking bills and nobody wins at that point. So if you're do it the right way, and I'm sure you'd much rather spend your time um, consulting with people and keeping them out of trouble than actually getting them out of trouble, right? I mean, that's right. probably and a better use of your time. The Arnie, I started my career with a litigation firm. Um, we worked with such boutique clients as Exxon, Caterpillar, oh, wow. Anheuser Busch. You know the little guys. Yeah. Like, and, so speaking about an ounce of prevention, Bennett, I'm sure you would much rather have somebody take the right steps up front. And yes, it might cost them five thousand dollars up front to do it properly instead of defending them down the line. I mean, I'm oh. sure you'd, you'd much rather be a consultant in that sense in doing things yeah. right than than oh, Bennett, this just happened. Right. Right. I mean, the whole thing with you know lawyers is sometimes they get wrapped in the process. And um, you know, for example, I started with a litigation firm, and we did you know big national clients, big cases, and I realized that there, yes, I was a litigator. That was, but that was just one tool I had. Um, really, what we're we're lawyers is we're we're supposed to be problem solvers. And sometimes the problem isn't solved by litigation. Sometimes the problem solves through negotiation. The problem can be solved by, you know, improving your compliance and improving your contracts so this doesn't happen again. And so I think lawyers sometimes have to step out of the box and think about, okay, what's the best way to solve the problem? Well, we're going to take a short pause here. You're watching Internet Traffic Kings on the Big Fabu. We'll be right back. Not making as much money as you want on the net? The Internet Traffic Kings are by far your best bet. 24 years at the top of the game. Spotify and iTunes, look for them by name. New episodes every Thursday. The Internet Traffic Kings. I was just going to think a, re a real world example was, um, you know, without obviously disclosing any details, you and I were involved in something where months down the line, you know, at a, at a hearing, we both discovered that the person that we were in litigation with didn't even understand the whole story. No, you know, and, and had that epiphany. And then at that point we were like, Hey, we need to 
reach out and, and have, have a conversation and negotiation. We actually settled it, but that was, that's where the process just totally uh, failed because right. it was just the legal process. You file this, I file that. You file A, I file B. And we just kept going back and forth. And when we finally all got in the same room, it was like, whoa, wait a minute. I didn't know this and you didn't know that. And we're like, whoa, let's right. just sit down and let's, and that's, you know, and that was very eye-opening to me as well. Like, wait a minute, you know, we just needed to have some communication and just um, uh, a conversation instead of a conversation through filings, yeah. you know, and that's really important because again, a lot of people get tied up with puffing out their chest and I'll show him and I'll show him, you know what? Nobody's showing anybody anything. <laughs> what you're doing is, is costing each other, you know, a lot of money and it's something right. that could have been solved. And, yeah. and that case, you know, again, without saying anything about that case, I can say we ended up not just resolving, but potentially doing business with the company again, where, that's good. Walking yeah. into court that day, there was no shot we'd ever, you know, these guys didn't even want to look at us. We didn't want to look at them, but it was mostly just everybody following process and never having a conversation. Well, it's so true. And I, I always say uh, there's three sides to every story. There's your side, there's my side, and then there's the truth. truth and yeah. the quicker you can get to that truth and be open in negotiation. And Kevin, that's something that you're really good at. You're very firm and you're very confident, but you're also, you know, trying to look at both sides of everything. And Absolutely, John. You always have to think, you know, what is the other person, um, you know, what is the other person thinking? What is their expectation? And, you know, again, the, the, the case that Ben and I were involved in, you know, until we didn't make any headway and the client, you know, made an offhanded comment like, nice doing business with you or something like that. I finally went, whoa, wait a minute. Why is this guy angry at me? I should be angry at him. He never paid his bill. And then I was like, well, he's angry. So something's wrong here. And that's yeah. when we started digging and we're like, Let, let's fix this. Let's reach out and let's get this fixed. And we did. And we did very quickly, very quickly. And this was something that went on for, you know, well over a year. We, we yeah. were able to, to resolve it, you know, within a couple of emails, few phone calls and we're done. And everybody's, you know, not, not happy, but everybody's satisfied with the result. And like I said, now they're potentially going to be a client again because yeah, you know, that, I just got to be uncovered. Nobody did anything wrong. <laughs> it was just a miscommunication and Hey, it happens. It was, okay. yeah. Absolutely. That's and so I just got a prompt actually that you know, we would be going to trial. <laughs> I think yeah. like in a week or two, yeah. um, had we not settled that case. So, Oh, funny. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Um, you, you know, uh, you know, the, the rules have changed ever since uh, all this stuff came out and they're, they're constantly moving the goalposts. And, and so marketers are all, they're busy doing what they do best, which is market products and stuff like that. Yeah. So many cases, uh, you know, they're out they're they're not intentionally making mistakes, but, but they, they make these mistakes. What are the, some of the consistent mistakes you see marketers making? Um, I have one thing I, I always call the Mickey Rourke rule. And it goes to, uh, there was a movie in the 80s, which I don't even know if it's on Netflix anymore, called Body Heat. Yep. It was um, done by Lawrence Kasdan. It was actually Kathleen Turner's um, first um, breakout movie. Yes. And it's a, it's a love triangle um, in this film noir set in a steamy, hot southern town. And William Hurt is this small-town lawyer beginning in a movie he gets off Mickey Rourke on some small rap and uh, he becomes a recurring character in the movie, but it hurts in this love triangle with, with um, you know, Kathleen Turner and love triangles are unstable. Usually someone wants to get rid of the other, one of the other um, triangle lights. And that's what happens here. They, he wants to 
help get rid of her husband. So he goes back to Mickey Rourke, who has a little bit of a criminal history. So he has an expertise. And so the lawyer is asking the, the criminal uh, for advice. And it's a great scene. And I, I even have my blog, and I tell you what, what, uh, what minute to go to. But because um, Mickey Rourke is in his garage, and he goes up top on the loft. And so he's actually talking down to William Hurt. And he said, you know, basically repeats advice William Hurt gave to him. And the advice was, anytime you go to commit a crime, there's 50 mistakes you can make. And if you're a genius, mind you, a genius, you'll think of 20. And trust me, you're no genius. And, <laughs> and I, I say this not to insult people, but um, it, I've seen it happen in compliance efforts where people think, I'll go this close to the line. And then, you know, kind of, you know, Maybe it's a little bit borderline, but I'm not over enough that I'll get in trouble. And I said, well, here's the problem with that theory, particularly in marketing, where you're relying on so many other different vendors. Um, you're counting on every single person down the line, getting everything right. If right. one person screws up, you're not this much, you know, over or under the line. You're way over. And, and I've seen that happen a few times, you know, yep. people who think they can be cute and think, you know, I think I got it figured out. Well, even if you have got it figured out, you still have that risk. And as Mickey Rourke explains, <laughs> you may not have thought of everything. And so there may be some other issues to, to consider. And, and, and that's the point, too. You could make, you know, six figures a month in a campaign and then all of a sudden get hit with a TCPA lawsuit and get wiped out. Exactly. Um, yeah, we had one TCPA lawsuit that was not our fault. Um, and we're spending uh, well over $1,000 an hour on legal counsel because you've got specialist attorneys, et cetera. Um, and again, we were just the affiliate network as a conduit, right? But our advertiser pulled us into it. And, and this, this went on for a year and we spent you know, so much money on it. Um, and it ended up getting, getting dropped or what have you. But the point is... Um, up until that point, I'm like, this is a great campaign. We're making all this money. We thought we were right. doing everything per you know, perfectly. And then, you know, there was something small that we didn't know for a fact happened or what have you, and it became a mess. Um, you mentioned your blog. Do you want to give our, our viewers sure. and it's, listeners um, your blog? Because you're up for an award again too, right? Yes. Um, yes ILCCyberReport.com, or you can get it, um, access it through my website, which is internetlawcenter.net. And, awesome. um, yeah. We were nominated for Best um, Individual Blog by the LA Press Club. That's great. And uh, we've been named one of the, I think, top 100 um, blogs, internet law blogs. And uh, I think okay. on Twitter, we're one of the top 26 people to follow on internet law. And that's Internet great. Law Sent on Twitter. So. On tw Twitter. Um, st staying with this theme, Bennett, um, in regards to dotting love your triangles. I's and crossing your T's. <laughs> yeah, I love triangles, too. Uh, what, what is a contract provision that a lot of business people don't care about, but should, and you know, it's, it's you know, one to, that it's, I was important. just going to say to dumb that up is just, you know, somebody gets a contract and like, Oh yeah, that's all standard. You know, yeah. it was that, that show on Netflix, uh, that I don't know if you've seen, it's called terms and conditions. No, and I haven't seen that. that. Oh my gosh. You have to watch it. Cause it shows that if somebody, if, if an average consumer read all the terms and conditions, oh my God, yes. right. That it would take, it would take them physically half of their life just to read them all. But I think we've all become accustomed to just, I agree, I agree. And it could be 15 pages. 
So yeah. as a business owner, you know, and I, I tend to do it myself. Oh, well, that's standard. So, so what are the, right. the pitfalls that somebody should look for and say, well, wait a minute. Like I know personally about it. You've taught me, uh, you know, jurisdiction, right? Make sure jurisdictions in your state. So that would be one. So that's it. I mean, that's the, that's an important the biggest one. one. Okay. And okay. It, here's why. Well, liability um, too, though, right? There's a couple of reasons, but okay. let's, uh, a lot of it depends on who's paying who. Right. If, if you're, um, if you're getting paid and you have yes. to collect, you want jurisdiction to be in your backyard. That matters. Or if you're not going to specify, you know, if it's either you're specified to your backyard or just don't have it specified. And, and let then me you're break not that prohibited down. from suing in your backyard. Let me break that down. You want that in your backyard because you want them to then uh, have to bear the cost to travel to your state. Because again, we do a lot of interstate yeah. and also worldwide yeah. business. You want them to be forced to travel to your state, which is going to bear a much higher cost, which might be cheaper to just pay their bill as opposed to having to fight right. this out with you, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I had a case um, when I was in-house. We had a contract and it had choice of law, Florida. Uh -huh. And, uh, you know, where it was California, we could have just done it in-house, no extra costs. And, right. Um, so now it's Florida. That means we have to engage someone in Florida. Right. So that means we're really only going to pursue this if the dollar value is over a certain amount. Right. So we just gave by allowing choice of law in Florida, I mean, not choice of law, choice of venue in venue. Florida, we just gave that other side a buffer of five, 10, you know, 15, whatever that number is. Yeah. Um, we gave them that buffer where if they don't pay that, as long as it's under, they'll get away with it. So your recommendation is if you're getting paid to make the jurisdiction your home state as far as... So there's two things. There's jurisdiction and venue. Um, obviously, and venue. having jurisdiction sometimes is looked to as to where the venue should be, mm -hmm. but it's not, doesn't necessarily, it's determinative, but usually there's choice of law. And obviously that it's, if you can get your own, that's better. But sometimes, you know, there's choice of venue and not right. every contract has it, but when you've agreed to the other side's venue, if you're the one that has to collect, that puts you at a disadvantage. What you can do is Got say, it. "Hey, I'll give you, I'll give you your choice of law. You know, we'll agree to Wyoming law. Sure. You know, in the case of the, you know, the two sheep against the farmer, and um, <laughs> and the, um, but I won't agree to venue. Just let's just not agree to venue, and then sure. each side is free to sue wherever they want. Okay. That's, that's great. And then what about arbitration? Like I, I've heard over the years, you know. Kevin, never have an arbitration clause. Kevin, yes, have an arbitration clause. What is your feeling on arbitration, particularly in internet marketing, as far as having that in your sure. contract? You know, it's funny. I was, um, I worked on a, a big deal, um, you know, $20 million deal. And we kept going back and forth in arbitration. And, and here's where it came from. I had, tr I had tried and won cases in arbitration. So I thought, arbitration is great. Sure. <laughs> Sure. He had, and I had a good arbitrator, a smart guy. Yeah. He had the opposite experience. He had one of those arbitrators that's, you know, said, well, let's be a little fair to them and a little fair to them. Right. You know, he, he wouldn't, he wouldn't do his job, which was to decide and try to, you know, cover both sides. So we just felt like, you know, arbitrator, like, you know, this doesn't make sense. So our, you know, uh, that became a sticking point. We kept coming back to it because we both had different experiences. Mm -hmm. Um, Here's the benefit of arbitration, and it has the advantage of one being confidential. Um, mm -hmm. So Kevin, 
if we had an agreement, you know, um, that anything, our disputes would all be arbitrated, you know, um, I can't, you won't see a record and you, know, you can't search and find right. a record online that I sued you for this. Right. Um, Cause it's an arbitration. And if you win, um, you know, the person arguably has to pay. If they don't pay, you then can have the arbitration award entered as a judgment. And then right. you can, um, you still have to file it in court. Um, right. But you, the way you usually draft the clauses, you know, there's no challenge, there's no appeal. So that process um, shouldn't take time, although sometimes it does. Mm-hmm. So, but the, that's the benefit. Um, the other benefit is it's usually quicker. Um, particularly now, arbit- you know, I have just filed an arbitration, and if it's below, you know, a hundred thousand dollars, usually you can get it done in a couple months. Okay. Um, and the uh, fees are less, mm-hmm. and you don't have this discovery. Um, and that's where a lot of the cost of litigation is. Absolutely. It's back and forth and yeah. documents and then lawyers arguing yeah. over the documents. You know, mm-hmm. didn't, didn't give me what I was supposed to get. And then the depositions, the time frame. Um, now, sometimes you may want that because you, you, need, you, you have a hard time. They have all the evidence and you need that to get your proof. Um, so that can be a disadvantage, although arbitrators will allow um, mm-hmm. It will allow some discovery. I often try right. to limit it to keep the well, cost and, down. So that's the benefit. Yeah, is that, and that, and that keeps the cost down. That that does the discovery does get expensive. Again, I can yeah. tell you from my personal experience, and a lot of it is you do want to protect your inf- you do want to extract as much information as you can from the person that you're suing or being sued by. Yeah. But you also want to protect your proprietary information from being disseminated right. or, and or misused. So yeah, so it's a it's a game of cat and mouse, but a very expensive one. Right, and arbitration is conf- you know is confidential. It's not right. filed, so any brief that's filed, if it references you know a confidential document, it's not going to be public. Um, and so there's a right. lot of benefits to that. And um, also, there's a, usually you're not able to do class actions and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the benefits. But right. it, you know, it just you have to assume hopefully you get a good judge. But it's the same as a risk in court. You can get real knucklehead judges, and we've all you know we've all seen them. Yeah. Um, you know, actually, once had a judge who he wouldn't decide for two days. He maybe sit in court three hours, two days in a row, and then finally he called me into his chambers and says, "You know, I don't, I don't do internet stuff." Yeah, I was, I was going to say, I think like, that there's still, yeah, there's still, there's still a disconnect, uh, at least from what I've seen personally. But a lot of these judges that they just they don't understand it, so they don't no. understand, you know, uh, what a click is, what a lead is, what right. how you buy traffic, sell traffic. And that that's that's a disadvantage, obviously, for all parties involved because they just they don't understand it. I mean, hopefully, you know, and we were fortunate. You got a judge that's willing to learn it, yeah. But now you're still going to invest the time to educate them and say, well, let you me do. break it down for you, and you know. Um, and with and arbitration, you get to pick. Right. And you can look at gotcha. their background. Have they done technology? Yeah. Have they? And so. That's probably the the biggest selling point for me would be because yeah. then at least you have somebody that gets it, you know, so you don't have to bring them to speed. I mean, I worked at a company. We had over 200 employees um, and we had a judge that read magazines during the trial. He allowed something that wasn't a trade secret to go to the jury on a trade secret case. Oh, wow. And our $70,000 employment verdict, employment case became a $15 million trade secret verdict. Oh, wow. And this was in Orange County, California, not Crazy. Silicon Valley. 
and everyone in Silicon Valley is like, he, he did what? He let that go? And, um, but here's the problem. To appeal in California, you have to post a bond for 150%. So we now right. have to do our largest fundraising round for over $20 million just to appeal a, a BS verdict. Wow. And, uh, you know, this may shock you, but that company went under. <laughs> there were a lot of other, there were a lot of reasons, you know, that beyond the right. that, but that was right. Like, couldn't raise money after that point. Right, for sure. Speaking of, of, of going under, you know, the, the thing is, is that- Did you have a mind, John? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we're, we're going to be dealing with the, the remnants of, of the COVID thing for, yeah. for a long time. Even, even when there's a cure there, it's, there's stuff that's going to still linger on after that. Uh, what's your sense on that? So I, the reason why I'm in my monkey suit today is I was in court just a little while ago, um, my first video conference appearance. A lot of them have just been telephonic. So you weren't and in court. You were in your office or in your living room. I was, yeah, I was in my office wearing um, a suit and tie. Or the, or, the, or the top part of the, the suit. The top yeah. part of the suit and tie, yeah. Right? <laughs> I have sweatpants on now. Yeah. And um, the, uh, the the judge, the case ahead of me, the judge said, you know, have you guys had any settlement discussions? And um, one side said, we don't want to talk settlement. And the judge just shook his head and he says, you know, we're going to have a real hard time here because, you know, we have a harder time getting jurors because people are freaked out about COVID and all this stuff and cases are all being delayed. And, um, so even if you get to trial, it's going to be a while. Right. And you might want to talk settlement because this is not going to go happen very quickly. And I don't think that's in your client's interest. So that's a big factor to consider it right now. And then we go into your early question, arbitration versus not. Um, you know, arbitrations are happening. Um, court cases, it, it could take days. And uh, I mean, excuse me, it would take months before you really get anything happen. Right. And um, so. Makes sense. That's what they, that's the, that's the big thing I'm seeing in terms of the legal process changing because of COVID. Um, the other thing is, is your ability um, for, for example, depositions now are done by zoom and, you know, there's a power to being in the same room and confronting someone. Right, of course. You know, and showing them and watching their reaction. Of course. Um, same, same thing with, with appealing to a jury, right? You, yeah, same thing. Yeah, and you lose yeah. that dynamic. I, um, I, mean, I was at a deposition once with a we were beating up the guy so bad. Um, you know, he would say something and we'd show him a document where he lied. And right. I was on videotaping. He just got mad and he just like ripped all his microphone off and started swearing at people. And we had a fight. They, you know, almost had a fight. And... Uh, and then we actually settled the case three hours later. Sure. But um, so, you know, that power of being in someone's face um, is important. Yeah, I would, I would think so. I, it's, it's crazy just, you know, even the Emmy Awards are now going to be online, just seeing how, you oh, know. Really? Every, yeah, yeah, they, they just announced in September they're going to do the Emmys online, which, you know, so great. You know, put on, put on your great evening gown and uh, exactly and tuxedo and go in your living room and make sure the kids don't run in as you're getting your acceptance speech. I mean, I could only imagine what that's going to look like. But, uh, yeah, like that BBC guy. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, maybe they maybe um, they send red carpet to everybody so you can roll it out in your living room and walk down the red carpet. That's true. Like, what does E Entertainment do? Who? Yeah, we're standing outside the home of. Well, you know, it's funny because I looked uh, probably in April. Like, I, I again, I always said I don't watch the news. I don't really follow any of the the mainstream media just because I don't want to be poisoned by it. But I, I I was really curious back in April. I'm like, let me look at TMZ and see what could TMZ be covering right now, because obviously they're normally covering. That's true. You know, yeah. So literally, and it was. And just, what were they? It was just garbage. It was, you know, it was, you know, I, I don't even remember, but it was so irrelevant yeah. to what they normally cover. So you know, like, you know, Bennett Kelly, you know, his wife says he watches porn, you know, and you know, don't get mad at your wife for telling me. Um, and you know, it was it was just stupidity. But they have to fill some content. What do yeah, you do? Yeah, they have to. Well, plus, yeah, I, mean, it's that, where, I have a a weird memory based on. from nine eleven. Um, and it was uh, Viacom switched all their channels to CBS's live broadcast, the news. Right. And so I was just, I did what you did. I wanted to see what does everyone else have? And I landed on right. BET, which is a Viacom station. And so there was Dan yeah. Rather giving the news update on BET. And I wish I had taken a picture of it because just kind of the incongruity of you know, Dan Rather, I mean, great journalist, whatever, but you know, I don't really think of him as BET material. It was, it was right. one of the like, few moments of humor from that day. It's just like, okay. <laughs> well, and, and this has been, this has really been, been great to letting us put you on the hot seat as we, we, Kevin's always on the hot seat, if you will. And so now we get a chance to turn it around a little bit, but uh, so I want to ask one final question here. Sure. It's probably one of the most, one of the more serious questions that, to, you're going to hear from us and so have have you ever been in court without any pants yes today <laughs> <laughs> was it, i had uh, an 8 30 hearing and so now uh, so now what happens if the judge says mr kelly stand up and address the court all rise all rise all rise yes. right and then he says, Mr. Kelly, I see you're at attention already. Great. Okay. <laughs> I had the top half on and I, you know, I picked this tie because it was um it was already tied. And uh, uh, that clip yeah. on to the best. Yeah. There was um we had a little earthquake here last four thirty in the morning and yeah, I heard my um I heard. my computer wasn't loading and uh so it's working now, but so I had to like scramble and get a laptop so Oh boy. You know, I didn't need the pants to do the hearing, so. That's true. That's good to hear. Sure. So uh, speaking of uh, being at attention, we want to thank our audience for being so attentive <laughs> to us. Uh, Absolutely. As well, we want to remind everybody that uh, that this is a non-ad-sponsored show. So you can really show your appreciation by go to Apple Podcasts and give us those five stars. That's really going to help us out a little bit. And um and also, you know, go to our YouTube channel and subscribe, be a subscriber, and uh, you'll get information on all the shows that have come out, when they're coming out, so you can uh, stay current as we're continuing to, to shoot these. Um, and uh, you can hear us on Spotify, um, also on Facebook, and go to our YouTube channel, Internet Traffic Kings. And, and Kevin, we got a few more out there that, uh, where people can find us as well. Yes, uh, Stitcher. Um, there's quite a few different different uh, different places that that restream us. But I mean, I would just stick Apple Podcasts is the best. I like it because you can subscribe, and then every time a new version gets released on Tuesday, you'll get the notification. Or YouTube, click the gray subscribe button. 
Um, in closing, Bennett, thank you so much. And again, internetlawcenter.net, Bennett Kelly. Um, again, one, thank one you. of the it's best, always guy, a pleasure. Best, best guys I know in the business and a businessman on top of an attorney. And that's invaluable, at least to somebody like me. And, yep. you know, everything in space. Mm-hmm. Absolutely true. And uh, so every week we've got new, we've got new guests, we've got new topics, and we've got new information. So we want to make you uh, a loyal follower of the show. And you can do that by, uh, by keeping us in the loop with uh, wherever you listen to your podcasts and, and go, go to our YouTube channel as well. So for, for everybody here to everybody out there, I'm the Big Fabu. I'm John Fondy broadcasting from the studios at unlv in las vegas i want to thank you guys all so much for being with us and we'll see you on the next episode of internet traffic kings the opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of webmasterradio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited.